Welcome to Hive Mind. I am Meg. I'm here with Emily. Hey, Emily. Hi, Meg. How are you? I'm good. I want to apologize for my audio last week. I thought I could record it in my office and it was really echoey. So I'm sorry that was annoying to listen to for everybody. But thanks for sticking with us through that. Oh, um, Meg, you listen to these podcasts? I do for like quality control every once in a while. And I was like, oh, boy, that was not good. I also listened and realized the ad had some like weird blank space before. Sorry, guys, I need to listen more often. Anyway, hopefully those issues are both fixed now. Um, also, I kind of wish we had done our season finale episode maybe like a couple days later to kind of like see how the internet was reacting to everything. But oh. I also I'm glad like we came in kind of raw. And we had our opinions. Um, but it is fun that like Heather's become a meme over the last week. Oh, a huge one and good for Heather. Look, I know I was mad at Heather last week. I still feel a little bit annoyed at Heather. That my only annoyance at Heather is I just feel like she should hang Jen Shaw out to dry more. That's my annoyance with Heather. That being said, I'm excited for her. Good Me for too. Her. And I thought she looked good at the reunion. She did. Mother of the bride yet again, but her hair and makeup don't know if she's ever looked better. Honestly, if that's how I look as a mother of the bride, great. Um, you know what didn't look good? The set. It's a it, it's what? a disaster, my guy. What the Me Muppet Treasure Island nonsense was that? I was like, it looked like a snow globe exploded. It looked like a ride at Lagoon. It was not good. And like I know they put like designer suitcases, but I'm like, nothing about this looks expensive or good. It looks like a mess. Even Andy was like, what is going on here? Yeah, Andy was like, I should have checked in two hours ago, but <laughs> I was cast and he let it go. Um, I'll tell you someone else that's a bit of a mess. And it's uh, Whitney. I'm not into it. I. Just I... <sighs> two it... quick questions. Why? <sighs> and how? First, I think that when you're picking a dress for a reunion, an important thing to do is to sit down in it. It sit. needs to be a dress oh. that's a fabric that allows you to easily sit and will drape. This was like a paper mache cut out snowflake. I did not, I didn't like it. It's giving spring fling queen. Mm, mm -hmm, uh, like mm -hmm. everything about it feels very teeny bopper which I, you know, I don't prefer um, it. And it looks cheap. The big issue too is her jewelry. And I think it's her jewelry, right? So I feel bad saying that, but the jewelry was like, okay, Claire's. Yeah. And I know that's kind of it right now, but I think it's it for like 15 year old Gen Zers, not women in their upper thirties. Sorry and, to be ageist. I know. I remember when I realized I was an ageist. Um, the other thing that really bummed me out was her extensions. I was like, I think I can see the clips. Like she put her head down at parts and I was like, Whitney, I can see where your extensions are clipped in. Just look, it just looked cheap. And that's not for me. That's not for me either. Um, um, I thought Monica looked really good. Yes, Monica did look good. Her dress was Jen's old designer, the one she yelled at everyone from that audio where she yelled Poa? at. Poa. Is that his name? Yeah, I... I always feel like he's giving a little two-day challenge on Project Runway. Yeah, like don't look too close, but if you if you're far away, it's it's looking pretty good. And her hair and makeup looked great and it was a great color on her. Yeah. 
Um, he also designed that confessional look she has with like the very booby one with like the big dramatic sleeves, the black one. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. He's fun. I feel like he loved Dynasty growing up. That's like what I'm getting. I mean, and that's the aesthetic right now in a lot of ways. So, yes, I'm not uh, mad. I am really okay. Let's just get into it. Angie forgot she was there, even with that rack on display. Completely forgot. Um, Lisa's three prong hair. Okay, here's the thing. Lisa very rarely misses. I think standing that dress, great. It's what yeah. Meg was saying. That fabric sitting didn't hold its shape well enough. Yeah, and like the rings, they they're in the right place when you're standing, but when you sit, they're they're just like they they looked askew. Like that's not where that hole is supposed to be. Or if it is, that's a tough dress. Yeah. Um. So that's where I'm like, Lisa's not giving as much as she usually does. And that's okay. Her makeup still looks great. Um, I felt like Meredith was my favorite. I messaged Meg separately and thought and said, Meredith looks, so I'm just going to be honest with everyone up front. Meredith was my favorite last night. Where was she? Where was this Meredith all season? I don't know. I don't care. Glad to have her now. She looked good. Her makeup and hair looked good. Her outfit, not a blazer, sexy, looked great. Meredith, you did great. Meg did point out she didn't love the jewelry. Again, I don't love saying that because I'm sure it's Meredith Marks jewelry and I feel a little mean, but she's right. The earrings were off like discs, weird pink discs. Yeah, um, they were off. But overall, I was very I was feeling her face looks good. Well, and her necklace, I think it was like a compass, but every direction was west. It was just like a bunch of W's around it. And you only saw half of it because the other half was like tucked into the dress. I don't know. The jewelry really wasn't successful for me. Other than that, yeah, she looked great. I think we can all pull back on the spray tans a little bit. Like, look, I love a spray tan. Nothing boosts my he mental health more than a spray tan. But like, we got to know when enough is enough, you know? Yep. Right. I agree. And maybe like three layers is a little too much. A thousand percent agree with that. Um, it's almost a hate crime. Almost. <laughs> you guys are getting real close, real close to hate crime with those spray tans. Uh, but overall, it's fun to see the evolution. Like these it, women yeah. have come apart. And Whitney's nails did look cool. I didn't even notice them. I'm I was so distracted by all the rest, I, I couldn't even notice. Um Actually, I might be thinking of her nails in the flashbacks. The The nails in the flashbacks look really cool. They're all different colors. It was like a neon. It was very appropriate for Bermuda. Good for you. Those are the nails I'm thinking of. Good for you. Um, I think, okay, so we get right into it. Things get right into it. Uh, Do they, though? Because one of the things that drives me crazy about the reunion is their insistence on, like, talking about the small things first, like the minor seasonal plot points when I'm like all anyone cares about right now is the Monica reveal why are we going back to the rumors like I don't care about that anymore they started with Monica so maybe that's why I felt they started with Monica whoever created this timeline of conversation it does feel like they made it a month ago and then didn't update and then just did like one copy and paste in um because there were a couple segues that we Meg and I were both like what happened here like there's one very clear segue halfway through the reunion about marriages that I'm like did I have a seizure like why did we just spend 20 minutes looking at Angie and Sean's marriage tapes to then immediately ask Whitney like why isn't Justin wearing his ring I'm like we haven't even looked at Whitney and Justin yet 
Like that felt so off. And it starts with Monica. Okay. Monica came out swinging. Yeah. As any, anyone who understands their job to the level that she does would. Yep. Okay. Um, I felt like for me, she was fine. I was fine with Monica generally. It's the back. It's the side. Shut up, Lisa comments that kind of got to me in the middle where I was like, okay, Monica, don't do, don't get in the mire here. If you want to come in and make a splash, like save, save it, save it. And I will say Erica Jane did that when Erica Jane had a reunion a couple years ago after her husband went to jail and everyone's like, I guess we hate Erica Jane now. She was pretty silent through most of it and just like took her moments. So Hmm. that's what I wish there was a little more maturity for Monica to understand, like take your moments, but don't, I, I don't like how mean she is to Lisa. I don't like it. It's not enjoyable. It feels so personal. Right? Like, I... Yes. She clearly has it out for Lisa. She really doesn't like Lisa. And I wish I understood why. Um, I do agree that if that ring was so sentimental to Lisa for the reason that she says it was, that would have been useful information to have had during the episode. And... I don't think it was edited out because they all seem surprised to hear that it was a ring that she bought. Was it Henry or Jack to remember the birth of Henry or Jack, who it sounds like was it was a pretty tough birth and they almost lost him. Um, Well, Heather knew. So I I guess I get what you're saying for me. And everyone knows I bag Lisa because I like her and I'm not going to pretend like I don't. I think for me, she doesn't owe you that, though. She's already told you. Sure. She doesn't um, owe us that, but if this is the story she's telling on TV, it's good to like back it up. You know, she would have heard it earlier because it, yeah. it makes her look better. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Like Lisa, you you could have saved yourself a lot of mockery from your other cast members and from like the general viewership if you had given us a reason for why that ring meant so much to you. Yeah, I will say, though, I do not think Heather and, Monica, Heather and Lisa started that rumor about Monica stealing the ring. The internet started that rumor. The fans started that rumor. That rumor came from TikTok. I saw and Dumois, right? Everywhere. Yes. that I Heather and Lisa, to me, don't need to start that rumor. Everyone else is already going to. Yeah. So it was weird to me, like, Monica was really doubling down on that when I was like, Monica, not this. Um, I felt like that 1% dig out of Lisa was pretty smart, Monica. <laughs> I was like, that was a multi-level, pretty smart dig. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give her that, where she was like, I know you're not 1% now, I researched. And I was like, <laughs> oh, dang, that <laughs> Because that's what Lisa claims, knowing that actually she is much wealthier than most people, but she wants to seem relatable. But like, Lisa wants to be rich. We all want to be rich. We all want to think we're in the 1%. I do want to be rich. I don't want to be 1% once you start really thinking about it. 1% really is like titans of the industry. Yeah, if you're in the 1%, it's probably pretty hard. Like yeah. people are asking you for stuff all the time. Well, I mean, Shaquille O'Neal's in the 1%. That part killed me. Where she's like, I know who the 1% is now, Shaquille O'Neal. I'm like, Shaquille O'Neal? Shaquille of all examples. Of all? It's him? <laughs> and why, Monica? Tell me more about that. Right very specific example and I feel like there's more to that story maybe she's Um, thinking height maybe she's thinking it's a height thing or like a width thing I do think Monica stole that ring wow wow that's my opinion opinion. okay this is my opinion 
Uh, I don't think she's ever going to do anything with it because she knows it would be absolutely, you know, whatever. But I, okay, I think Monica was absolutely necessary for the season. Remember when Heather was like, we were all excited to film to see if we could step out of the shadow of Jen. Like, you couldn't. Newsflash, you couldn't. Without Monica, you guys could not. Sorry, because I remembered we were having fights about a bathtub. I was mm-hmm. season. Like you could not have done it without Monica. So let's all admit that. And if you don't admit that, use a liar. Okay. Do I like her? No. Do I enjoy her? Sometimes. Do I think she kind of garbage? Yes. Do I think she was absolutely necessary? One million percent. Like we needed Monica this season. And if you don't think we did, you're wrong. Is that you're, fair? Yeah. Like? No. Yeah. I think I like her more than you do. And I, I, do not think this show has a future without Monica. And I like her because I'm a nihilist. Like I am watching this show purely for the entertainment. I'm not on anyone's side. I'm not on like, I think one of these people is a good person. It's the real housewives. I'm not watching this to look for good people. I'm watching this because it's entertaining and Monica delivered the most entertainment. Yeah, she did. That That's the facts, okay? That's the facts, ma'am. And the, I, the thing is, I liked Monica in the beginning. Remember when everyone on the internet was like, don't talk to your mom that way? And I was like, no, Monica can talk to her mom that way. Her mom mm-hmm. should have talked to her that way. I backed Monica sometimes. I think she is... Oh, I think they probably are all pretty bad or have bad parts because we're all human and we all do. I think Monica is actually a bad person, though. I, I do. Like how I think Jen and Mary are. Like, I I think, like, Heather has flaws and she's mean or whatever, but I don't generally think Heather's a bad person to humanity. Like, I, my gut and the season is saying, I think Monica is actually a bad person. And that's why I would believe she sold out Reed. Do I know she did? No. Would I believe she did? Yes. And isn't that saying kind of a lot, Meg? Yeah. As a journalist, I'm like, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. Like, you know, but you believe it is not the same as she did it. Um, I don't know if she did it. I'm going to say I would believe she did. You I, wouldn't be surprised if you found I out she had stolen I the ring. I would believe she did. And I think that says a lot about who Monica is. Because she is do she is reality Vontese. Okay, great, great. But she still is trying to like be like, no, it's not me. And that's where I'm like, just own this now. Just own your villain era. Own it. You know what I would have loved to see her on is The Bachelor. Like, oh my gosh, there's nothing better than a truly chaotic villain on The Bachelor. And I think adding a man to the equation and seeing how she functions in that realm would be delightful. Like, she's a great villain. And she's a great villain. Do you know who I remember? All of the villains on The Bachelor. You know who I don't remember? Every woman who ever won The Bachelor. Like, you need someone stirring the pot. Or guess what? It's just simmering and none of us are... We can go into our own kitchens for that. It's an escape. The show is an escape from our own problems for bigger problems. And Monica absolutely did her job. She did her job. Again, say what you want. I don't enjoy her. I wouldn't trust her to watch my dog. But, like, she did her job. And for that, I will say thanks to Monica for that. She did her job, and she didn't defraud the elderly in doing so. That's the thing. Like, this is what we all come back to. Monica, I don't think, is a good person. She's not the worst person that's been on the show. That's Jen. Yeah. But, again, two wrongs don't make a right. They can both be bad, and I think they both are bad. But I wished, again, I just wish, and they had another opportunity now, 
when Monica was like, I'm an informer. Why are we mad that Monica's an informer? I'm not mad at Monica for that. That's like on the things I'm annoyed at Monica about. That's not even on the list. I'm glad she's an informer. That's actually a good thing to do. This person, Jen Shaw, was defrauding your grandma. If that was your grandma's savings, you would be grateful for someone like Monica. And I do feel like the other women could be stronger on saying, hey, we're not mad at her for being an informer on Jen. We're not mad at anything about her with Jen. We're mad at her because she dragged us through the the coals. That's what we're upset about. I wish that one of them would just come out and firmer and say this. And I talked to someone this week who kind of knows people more. And they were like, well, it kind of sounds like Jen Shaw was a lot of fun. And I'm like, I don't get this at all. And they're like, well, you know, they were actually friends. I'm like, great. I have actual friends that I found things out about them that I'm like, you're dead to me. We're not friends anymore. And I think that Jen is on the level that they should say that to. I agree. It's, it sounds like Jen was a lot of fun. Is I mean, a lot of very bad people are a lot of fun. Like that's not, it's not yeah. mutually exclusive. Like I think it's like a lot of bad people are in fact really fun, but guess what? They're bad people. Like Al Capone seems like a party. A hoot, a hoot. Hoot dang with great cars, secret parties. That sounds, I could see myself getting real caught up in that, real caught up in it. But at the end of the day, he also murdered a lot of people. What other reunion i mean i just this first hour i was like all right okay i guess we needed this hour but like we're not really getting to much yet other than monica calling angie a bench warmer and meredith pulling out a stack of notes of things okay. she said exactly on I the loved, season i loved america meredith this up i loved meredith this episode she was i felt well-spoken concise i felt like she said some things and i'm like that is smart she is smart when she said we don't know everyone's going through hard things we don't know what those hard things are but what if we just try to understand each other i was like thank you meredith meredith i felt like kind of was the mom she was more reasonable she was more rational and when we looked back on what had happened with meredith and angie yeah meredith was a loose cannon for a couple episodes but i'm like looking back on that angie kind of did meredith dirty yes I yes. felt I felt like they had given as good as they got. I, I was at, they gave as good as they got to each other until I remembered Angie being like, you can't say this stuff about families. We have children. And then she said the exact same thing about Meredith cheating on her husband. So that's where I was like, guess what, Angie? You're a little bit worse. You were both bad. You're a little worse. And I'm into Meredith. I liked Meredith. I also liked when Meredith was like, why would I have a reaction? You guys, I had such big reactions. You didn't care. Why would I give you more? And I'm like, yep. And she said, I was telling you the truth and no one believed me. So why would I give you more of that? And I was like, that is so true. And remember, Angie didn't tell Lisa everything she had found out about Monica. And she let Lisa stay mad at Meredith. And that's where I was like, Angie is a little bit more of the dirty dog in the scenario, which I'm fine with. It is. I'm pretty lying by omission remember when meredith said that out of nowhere yeah. she was lie by omission and i'm like i loved meredith's energy i loved her a lot last night i liked her quoting herself directly the only time she lost me was when she tried to say that talking about the rumors about husbands wasn't talking That's about marriage yeah. like that is some sort of lsat nonsense like ma'am yeah, 
Lisa yelled semantics, that's semantics. And that's true. That's the one part that I was like, okay, Meredith's not going to own that, but you know what? She owned everything else. And for that, great for you. Um, I do also, I did love when Andy said, Whitney, you called Lisa unself-aware. Do you, yes. Like he didn't even finish that conversation <laughs> before Lisa had yelled. I mean, Mer Whitney had yelled. Yeah, I stand by that. I think Lisa's unaware. Okay. Do you, what did you think? They did a flashback to more footage from the event right after Whitney's friend had passed away. And it shows Lisa asking Whitney how she is. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I will say this. Everyone knows I side with Lisa. Grief is so hard. So hard. And how Whitney chooses to process it, I will not judge. That being said, I stand next to Lisa saying, I felt like I was on eggshells. There was nothing I could do for you at that point. Because what Whitney was annoyed about, she said, I was annoyed you didn't ask me how, how I was. And then she goes, well, you asked me too how much, how much. You asked me too much how I was. Yeah. And so that's where I was like, you just proved her point, which was, hey, Lisa, I was in pain. I was in grief. You could not have done anything for me then. And let's just call that good. I think we yeah. call that a wash. I agree. Um, grief, like you said, is really, really hard. I don't think when you should have been in that party. Should have been that party. I think it sounds like what Lisa does. And again, like I put my hands up. There's something about Lisa I like a lot, but she gives a silent treatment. Which who among us? That's their beef. They said their beef with Lisa is after they have a fight with her, she goes silent. She distances her to herself. That's what all the women agreed. That's what you do. We don't like it. And I'm like, oof, I have been therapy is what I usually end up talking about this through is my silent treatment. What are we supposed to do if not to say, take a step back? You're supposed to say, hey, I understand we had a dust up. I just need some time. Can you, I, And I'll, I'm not upset, but I just need some time and I'll be back. You're not supposed to just not tell them that you need time. That's what I've learned through therapy and through the Real Housewives is you're just supposed to say, FYI, I need a little space right now. You're still my friend. I still love you, but I need a little space. Hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. You're okay. supposed to say to your husband, this is me. Hey, I'm not going to talk about this right now. I'm going to start giving the silent treatment. So that's what's happening. Just so you know, um, because if not, they sit there and think of like, oh, they hate me and they're in dread. It's um. My therapist explained it to me as like, there's a pursuer in a relationship and there's a react. And when you take a silent treatment, you're forcing that person to be the pursuer because they have to ask you, are you okay? Why are you upset? Blah, blah, blah. You're forcing someone into that position. Um, mm -hmm. People don't like being in that position. No. And so that's why you just have to say, hey, I am upset, but I'm not going to talk about this right now. Wow. Man, the things I learned in this podcast. Thanks, yeah, Emily. I, have, I pay a lot of money for I have two therapists. I'm really glad that I get um, therapy via your therapist. Yeah. So that's what they're saying with Lisa. And again, Mirror, I do that. It's something I struggle with. I did appreciate that Lisa goes, yeah, I do do that. I do that. I like, did too. As unaware of Lisa is, she has flashes of she knows herself. Yeah. She also called it a West Coast, East Coast thing, um, the way she communicates. And I don't think that's wrong but i'm also like how long have you been here you've been yeah, here a while i don't think it's totally true but i don't think it's totally wrong i that's yeah. how i felt about it where i was like eh. 
Um, I will say my biggest fight ever in college was with an East Coast roommate. <laughs> Over what? Uh, perk Perking and laundry. Okay, sure. We just saw things different. Yeah, but who hasn't? You, you uh, know what? Usually for me, it was dishes. Oh, I was always like, I'll just do them. Yeah, me too. But then I'd like crack eventually. And be like, you have to do your dishes. Mine was like, if you start a load of laundry and you leave it in the washer, and it's not my responsibility to put it in the dryer. But now I have to because you've right. left it in the washer. So right. I started just putting wet clothes in the basket and was like, good luck. Yeah. Someone did that to us when we were like in like newly married, really crappy housing. I put a load of laundry in and forgot and then someone put it in a basket, which I was like, I don't care. But they also left me a note telling me how much they hated me. And lesson learned, honestly. I hate a note. Say it to uh, my Yeah, no, it, that's really what hurt my feelings, you know? Yeah, if you can't say it to my but I, I was yeah. wrong. I was wrong. I forgot about the laundry. That's on me. I'm wrong about that part. Okay, well, the rumors. I also loved fruit leather. What a yeah. fun. Loved Great. that. Great. Um, fun to see where everyone stands. Uh, the best part of the night for me was Angie proclaiming herself as a pillar of the community. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, my, yeah, I already mentioned this, but my favorite part of the night was Monica calling Angie a bench warmer. That really tickled me. Oh, the bench warmer comment absolutely made me laugh out loud. Here's the thing about Monica. for She fires a lot of shots. Two of them are very good. Two of them are very funny, but you had to get through those other eight that were like not that fun. No, not that fun and like very cutting. Very cut and like panicked. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing is like if Monica could have a little more calm about her demeanor, I think that would be great because she'll just start panicking, yelling about how much she hates Lisa. And again, I don't think Monica has a valid enough reason. I have not heard one valid reason for Monica to hate Lisa. Not one. No, she just seems to resent her wealth. And that's where I'm like, that's where I get like, I don't like hearing you think she looks old. I don't like hearing like, just like you're an idiot, you're an idiot. I don't like like kid sister fights. I, I don't get into it. And they make me feel bad. Me too. And yeah, anything that comes down to the way someone looks, I think is like, uh, it's just gross. I think a trampling with eyes is the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest statement anyone has ever made about another human. And how Angie... Castellanos, whatever her last name is, Castellanos had the absolute gall to look us in the eyes and say that was a compliment. Her skin's tight. <laughs> you, the gumption, the gall to absolutely act like that's what you meant. Uh, Andy's face during that moment was pretty great. Uh, it was befuddled. I think is the best descriptor. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't see Angie as a pillar of the community. Uh, no one does. Oh, okay. Didn't know this woman existed prior to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. From Eve. I've no. heard of Lunatic Fringe. I did not know Lunatic Fringe was, I don't know, holding fundraisers for a community center. Like, that to me is a pillar of the community. Like, someone who builds up the community. Do I think Lunatic Fringe has a long-standing business that people go to and has a good reputation? Sure, 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 great. But, like, I'm not calling Caputo's a pillar because I'm, well, maybe I would because Caputo's has, like, food in Herman's. Yeah, and everybody knows Caputo's. Okay. Everybody knows Lunatic Fringe. Not everybody knows Angie Katzenavis is what I would argue. 
Yeah, that's a, that's probably what it is. That's exactly. Do, do you have a business that exists in this community? Yep. Are you a pillar of the community because of that? Nope. Nope. Yeah. Not in my opinion. That's not yeah. how I see a pillar of the community. Gail Miller is a pillar of the community because right. she had a business and she extended it past herself to help the community. That's what I think a pillar of the community is. Yeah, I think that's right. Someone who helps build the community up. And if Angie is, let us know. I haven't heard besides like being one of the first, like they're really great at balayage. Sure. <laughs> but besides that, I haven't heard the goodness they're bringing to the community. When, I mean, they were doing those like champagne bath hairs. Remember that? Remember when they were doing champagne hair washes? No, but I remember an article that told me I should wash my hair with Sprite. Oh, why? Didn't try it. I was, I don't know, something I like it restores nutrients or something, but I'm like sticky, down sticky. It has no nutrients. I know. If you were like, wash your hair with bloom, I might be like, I could see that. You guys don't believe everything you read on the internet. I wouldn't believe anything we say either. No, absolutely I, not. I almost killed someone because I said something was dairy free. I mean, I'm not. I'll change my mind. I'll contradict myself. And I'm always wrong. All right. I am. I am, though, using your therapy as my therapy. And that's the best thing. That's the best thing. Okay. For next, what's coming next? What I'm excited about. Mary's Motab outfit. Wow. 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 Accurate. 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 Would you buy a book? This is my idea, TM. Would you buy a book of all the Mormon Tabernacle Choir costumes through the years? 100%. Pre-order now. Whoever wants to write it, I'll give you money now. I want to write it. I want to write it. I want it to be a I want it to be my dream. This is my idea. No one take it. My dream is a coffee table book of all the outfits with like certain calls out. Like, but it's all photo, it's mostly photos. I love it. Thank you. Um, she does absolutely look like Motab. I will say Monica going, I don't know yet. It was a segment, but her being like Angie and Lisa are being so mean to me. I was like, Monica, this is where I don't like you. This is where you get into a zone where I don't like you. They're not being mean. To you. You're being mean. You're all being mean. You're yeah, all don't mean. play victim. That's don't not going to work for you. Um, you're not the victim. You actually, I think you're all being mean. I do think you go for Lisa's jugular more than anybody else on that stage. I agree. The most personal it has gotten is Monica to Lisa, in my opinion. So that's where when seeing that little segment, her being like, they're so mean to me. I was like, I don't like that. That being said, the next thing I love the most was hearing Angie say, you're Range Rover under a carport. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's so specifically rude. It's so Yeah, and evocative. I see it in my head, you know? Immediately. Immediately see it. Immediately see it. Um, well, we didn't learn much, but we did have quite the chaotic, chaotic setting. Before we go, I've been stewing over this. I don't think there's any way that casting didn't at least know, kind of, that Monica was involved with reality Vontis. Okay. Because that email she wrote was stupid. That email? Okay. Also, why did you make yourself sound way worse than the email? She was like, I wrote to them and I said, you need better, blah, blah, blah. And she's like saying what she said and it sounded so rude. And then the email was not that rude. So I don't know why Monica did that to herself, the shock value. But I also was like, this is the dumbest email, A, B. 
I forgot. We forgot to call out Heather full on being like, don't you think being an assistant is like how Kim Kardashian started? She's like, no, no. And then she's like, here's a recording of you saying that. And I loved that. I loved <laughs> that because this is where I'm saying, Monica, at this point, just be honest. Just be honest. We, I, I believe that know. every single woman is on the show as like a career move that they want to be famous. Like, I don't think there's shame in that. And I don't think there's shame in you getting close to Jen Shaw for wanting to be on the show. Like, I think that's a very valid career move. I don't care if that's what you did. In fact, I'd be like, good for you. There's no way though. I, I felt like how I think people would have argued about me with this all week saying they did not know when she got cast, she was a reality Montes. I am saying there is no way like Meg is from that. I think she's been trying to get on for a couple of years. And I think she told them I am reality Vontees to get on. Why else would they cast her? Why else would they cast her? She's not feisty excommunicated Latina is not enough. Sorry. Like it's not enough. You know what? One last thing. I think she did seem proud of that affair. And I (laughs) not last night, but throughout the season, the way she dropped that information, she felt like she was like, Yep, I did this and this is my story and I have no problems with it. And then the internet has an opinion on it, of course. And all of a sudden she's like, it's heartbreaking. I'm not proud of it. I'm like, okay, well, I wish you could tell yourself again. We said this all season. Monica was saying stuff where we felt like she does not realize she's being recorded. That is how Monica seems. And I think she's learned that. But also very aware that she's being recorded both at the same time. It's mind blowing. All right, well, we'll see what happens next week. Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Check out our bonus feed episode, PCPI Golden Globes. Okay. Bye.